Welcome to Nonprofit Productive, where we help busy nonprofit leaders get more done with less stress. I'm Michael St. Pierre, a nonprofit executive director here in the States, and this is the podcast I wish I had had when I first began in nonprofit work back in 1997. Before we go any further, I encourage you to download my Ideal Week template. It's free and will help you be proactive in organizing your week. If you frequently feel overwhelmed, this tool will help. Head on over to nonprofitproductive.com to claim your copy. All right. Today, I'd like to do a little bit of a debrief from my vacation last week. This is not a sharing of ideas because I'm an expert at time off or because my vacation activities were particularly spectacular. They weren't, but they were good. Rather, I want to share with you five things that contributed to a good vacation because I'm convinced too many nonprofit leaders, many of whom are my friends, don't get the rest they need. And if that's you, then I encourage you to keep listening. So these are five things that contributed to a restorative vacation for me. And when I say restorative, I mean things that left me feeling rested and renewed at the end of the week. My tank really was refilled. And I came back on Monday with a smile on my face, a pep in my step, and a heart ready to serve my nonprofit. So what were those five things? I'm glad you asked. Here we go. Number one, less email. So here's what worked for me. I used a different email app during the week than the one I typically use. Ordinarily, I kick butt during the week with an app called Superhuman. Over vacation, though, I switched it up and I used an app called Spark. It was just enough of a change. It put me in a different mood every time I check email. And I rarely, and I mean rarely, check my work email during the week. I just didn't feel compelled to check my work email. And I think that using this different app helped just enough. Number two, setting clear boundaries with my team. So I told my team before I went on vacation that I wanted them to reach out to me if there was an emergency. I said, text me, call me if the building's on fire. I want to know. But for all other things, I told them I trusted them to do the work, make their own decisions, and plow ahead. And guess what? They did just that, and they did their work swimmingly. I would not have been upset if they had been in touch with me. I mean, I really meant what I said. If something was about to hit the fan, I wanted to know about it. But they're professionals and they know how to do their job. These clear boundaries made a huge difference. Number three, less social media. I like Twitter. I kind of like Facebook. I'm not sure if I like Instagram. What I learned over vacation is that the less I checked each of these networks, the better. Now, I realize that this is brutally commonsensical, but I have not practiced this for some time. It felt great over vacation to pop in on social media every couple days and not feel like I had to post, check react, or whatever. I don't know if you've had this experience, but for me in 2022, the less social media, the better. And that practice over vacation reminded me of that. Number four, I used an over vacation list. Some people can spend a week or two just doing nothing. I am not one of those people. Instead, I had a list generating a couple weeks before vacation with things I wanted to get done over the break. This worked really well for me. And I'm not really surprised um, because I'm kind of a list geek. And I realize that this is very subjective. You might not 
use a list going into your vacation. But for me, it gave me just enough flexibility and order that I felt like I had some freedom during the week. What did I do from that list? I sold an extra desk on Facebook Marketplace, cleaned my garage, did some extra reading on a book about specialization and talent development. I could have just lounged around for a week. And if that works for you, go for it. But for me, I needed to have a couple of items in the hopper, my list, in order to pick and choose activities that were fun and meaningful. By the way, I should have probably mentioned this in the beginning. This was a staycation for me. My wife still had to work. My kids were still home or in and out, bebopping around from one activity to the other. So I needed to be intentional during my staycation. All right, last but not least, number five, no alarms. My day is typically marked by a series of alarms, an alarm to wake up, an alarm for my afternoon nap. During vacation, my wife invited me. Okay, she told me. She said, turn off your alarms. And like a good husband, I complied. And you know what? My body actually found its natural rhythm and I got more sleep. Things worked out just fine. So again, that really helped during the break. So in review, the things that contributed for me to a good restorative vacation, number one, less email, number two, setting clear boundaries with my team, number three, less social media, number four, using an over vacation list, number five, no alarms. I'm really grateful that I was able to take a couple of days off and I realize not everybody has that luxury. I came back to my nonprofit team feeling energized and appreciative. And I think that's the power of truly restorative time off. It refills your tank so that you can head back into the mission with more motivation than ever before so you can make a bigger difference. So I have a couple of questions for you before we conclude. When was the last time that you took a vacation? When you do take time off, even a day, are you doing activities that refill your cup? What are the signals in your body, your mind, your working tendencies that you need to step away from work and take a day, a week, or dare I say, a month off? I have a friend who's doing that right now. I have to admit, I am a little bit jealous. Answering these questions and paying attention to the signs of burnout are important and can keep you in the right place when it comes to work and rest. I think it's all about paying attention and then being intentional. As we wrap up, don't forget to download the Idle Week template over at nonprofitproductive.com. There's a copy waiting for you so that you can work on your own terms and design a schedule that feels right for you. I want to thank you for listening. And if you found today's show helpful, why not email or text it to someone you know who can use a productivity boost? Just say, I heard this and I thought of you. That's a nice way to pay it forward, help a friend, and grow the audience of the show. In closing, let me remind you, your productivity can be the difference, taking your nonprofit from good to great. I'm Michael St. Pierre, and I will see you next time.